What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of the Horror Academy Podcast. And for this episode, we are going to go ahead and discuss a cult classic that is Trick or Treat. Stick around. Podcast. <laughs> All right, guys. What's up? <laughs> How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Horror Academy Podcast. And against popular belief, uh, it's not the Horror Academy Podcast, as uh, our friend Javier likes to remind us. <laughs> um, it's the Horror Academy. Exactly. Um, we just say it kind of fast, so yeah. it sounds like we're yeah. saying derogatory terms. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, today, well, let's start off with this. It's October, baby. Yeah! October! Oh, hell yeah! <sighs> we got some nice-ass weather coming by, too. Finally in Arizona. Yeah, which oh, is... Uh, uh, Last week was hot as fuck. It was. It and was... Then, I walked out this morning to go buy some pan dulce at the carniceria, and mm. the weather, dude. It was like, this is good. It was like a like a nice embrace of like, hey, I'm still warm, but you're not hot. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? yeah, yeah. It was like Mother Nature was like, hey, I'm gonna give you one last butt fucking hot ass week, and then. Smooth sailing through here. Yes, man. October is, uh, and not just because it's like the popular thing to say. It is actually one of my favorite months out of the year. It's spectacular weather. The Halloween-esque vibes of it are just blooming. Everyone's in such good moods. And yeah. the sweaters are coming out. Yeah. The decorations in, uh, in all the stores. And yeah. The costume parties. Yeah. And I ran out of stuff to say. <laughs> But, uh, man, it's exciting. We're yeah, here. We're excited. It's it's finally uh, October. We're we're having a lot of good shit coming out on AMC. They're their Fear Fest yes. marathon stuff, which is amazing. And then Eli Roth's History of Horror. History of Horror, which is actually coming out uh, midnight, I believe, midnight on the 14th. So it's going to be a Sunday instead of the 4th as we... We're led to believe. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we're excited. Again, the weather's got us in a good-ass mood. I walked over here without a bead of sweat on my ass. I'm, I'm yeah. living I'm living life. <laughs> living large. <laughs> <laughs> but we wanted to kind of, you know, go into this month with a more Halloween-type vibe. And that's what we're going to be doing this whole month long. And we wanted to, you know, we, we thought, what what better way to do that? Then by continuing on with trick or treat, yeah, oh, such a fantastic movie, this man. this anthology series is uh, is a really fun kind of film, comedic. I thought it was dark and it had a g- good balance between the two. And it, dude, it, I just love how it captured Halloween. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it captured like the feeling of it when you were when you were young and how it felt. Right, and then it also makes you wish that, like, I don't know if you guys do, but 
we don't live in a town that goes full Halloween mode. No, that's right. It has like little festivals and stuff. Yeah. I've always wanted right to do to, that to be in a like go to some small town where they have like these big Halloween festivals. Yeah. It look it just it sets the mood for the whole movie and it does. It 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 really gives you that vibe right off the bat and it was like this this is good. I dig this. Yeah. Um but we're going to go ahead and discuss this further detail just kind of analyze this film, what made it good, and just kind of poke fun at it because otherwise, what are we really doing with our lives, right? Yeah. Before we go ahead and get into our film here, we're going to go ahead and actually do uh, horror news first. And I got a couple of things. So we actually had the CEO of Miramax, uh, Bill Block, who hinted that he would be picking up uh, the Scream and Hellraiser franchises. Ooh. So I'm I'm a little. This is uh, iffy. Yeah, exactly. I'm a little on the fence. So I don't. So I might piss some of you off. I don't give a fuck about Hellraiser. <laughs> I don't. Sorry, I just never got into it. Yeah. But Scream, Scream's very near and dear to my heart. Exactly. Um, it's very easy to fuck it up. Um, I th- it was a great run the first time around. Yes, it's absolutely. like it's one of those things where it's like, can you do that again? Right, you can't. You know right, what I mean? Exactly. Maybe I mean, but but it's it's very like these things are very sensitive because right. they were cult classics, yeah. and they were done well. Can you mirror that success, but right. in a more modern take? Right, that's very hard yeah, to fucking absolutely, do. Absolutely. Nonetheless, I'm excited to see their interpretations of these films right. and see it's, what it's. The continuation of horror, man. Exactly. It's, it, it's got to go on. It the sh- stokes the, the fire. The show must go on. <laughs> uh, we also have Blumhouse reporting that a Halloween sequel, another sequel, is uh, is in the works right now. Um, however, it was mentioned that Danny, Danny McBride and David Gordon Green would not be returning to scribe this sequel. Which is unfortunate because I, I remember Danny McBride stating that he would hope to be a part of the project. Yeah. Um, I've also heard, I don't know if you have this in, in horror news, but it was Mustafa Akkad's son, who was the original producer of Halloween. Mm-hmm. I forget his name, but his last name's Akkad. He actually kind of wants to do a television series oh, based on Halloween. Yeah. And I'm not liking it. You know why? Because it's not going to have Michael Myers. It's going to be like the Halloween 3, where they just take like side stories in the same universe. Oh, wow. And it's like, you know what? Stop. Stop right there. Go away. <laughs> Go. Go away. away. <laughs> and that's one thing I don't want happening. We already are going to see that with Chucky. Oh, um, I, I just do not care for a Halloween TV series at all. Yeah. No, no. Especially if it's like that. Right. Where it's not related to Michael Myers and or it, whatever. And even if it is... Michael Myers. Yeah, that's gonna take so much away from Michael Myers. Yeah, that's we're gonna true. see him so often and so many kills, and it's just gonna take away the mystique from it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's that's one of the things that makes these films work is the anticipation of seeing him. Right. Exactly. But when you see him too much, it's like, uh, right. Okay. You know, it kind of right. kills it, like you said. So yeah, it's definitely they need to highly or heavily consider Recon- reconsider, reconsider that. doing that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, everyone's really anticipating this, this Halloween film coming out on the 19th. And, I mean, we're, we're going to go watch it when it comes oh, out. absolutely. I'm, I'm excited for it. Super stoked. But that's going to wrap it up for Horror News. And we also wanted to give a 
huge shout out to uh, a close friend of the show. We we see you, we talk to you. We're th thank you so much for following us on on Instagram, um, and that is downtown underscore Alice underscore Brown. Hey, hey, thank you so much for for the follow, for the love and support. We we really do uh, appreciate it. So thank you so much. Alice, I'm assuming that's your name. <laughs> see, I'm, a, I'm very uh, observant. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. I see that. <laughs> so, yeah, guys, we're going to... Don't worry. We know a lot of you follow us and, and like our stuff. We'll, we'll give the shout-outs out there the, as time goes on. Exactly. We're just catching up, as we've mentioned before. Yeah. But once again, thank you, Downtown Alice Brown, for the follow. We really do appreciate it. Uh, but let's go ahead and get into the movie. Wow, that was interesting. <laughs> it was, that was. So trick or treat, let's go. This was uh, direct, or it came out in 2007, written and directed by Michael Doherty. Um, it did have a budget of $12 million. Pretty pretty good, sizable amount there. That is. And I wasn't able to find like uh, any, because like this, this didn't come out in theaters. So I was able to find that it had uh, like it grossed uh, seven million dollars in in uh, video sales, like DVD and Blu-ray and stuff yeah. like that. Um, so that's probably the most accurate uh, figure that I could come up with. Uh, we've got a few names in this huge cast of people. We got Dylan Baker as Dr. Connors, or or I'm sorry, Stephen Wilkins. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anna Paquin as Lori, who you might also know as Rogue. And uh, the girl from True Blood. That I do. <laughs> we got Quinn Lord as Sam, the, the burlap sack kid. Uh, Sam Todd as Rhonda. And, of course, uh, Brian Cox as Mr. Krieg. And these all, they all have their own little stories that kind of flow together. Right. Like, they're, they're on their separate thing, but they are interconnected. Right. And I was like, that's pretty cool, man. I like this. So this actually came from this animated short that Michael Doherty had come up with called Season's Greetings, which featured Sam in it. And he was like, you know what? This would be good as a movie. And then people around him were like, you're kind of right about that. We should... We should make this a movie. Yeah. So he reached out to people, and they're like, yeah, no, we all agree. And he's like, what say you? Should we make this a movie? And they're like, aye, sir. I don't know where the fuck I'm going with this. <laughs> say aye. Aye. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it's it has a few different, like, I believe it's four different storylines that, uh, you know, kind of spread out, come together, spread out again, come together once more. Spread out, and then once well, and then, and then we just, and then it just, it just ends. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I can't remember when uh, when I first watched this movie. I don't know if it was on Netflix or another streaming service, mm -hmm. but I remember watching it online somehow. Okay. Yeah. Before purchasing it, because All right, yeah. I remember as soon as I, I I finished watching it, I went looking for it and I bought it. Yeah. Because I loved it so much, and it was weird to me because it seemed like a movie that would have been in theaters at least. You know. Right. Right. It was very good production. Yeah. It had a pretty awesome cast. It did. Yeah, and then Anna Paquin, man, babe, always. 
Um, but yeah, the the production value was really was really good for this film. Um, I thought the cinematography was excellent. The acting it wasn't bad. Th- yeah, it was. It was, was good. Ne- it would never at, at any point did it feel like a low budget film or right. or like a half ass film. Like it it was legit. Like yeah. it went full force with e- it. Even the scenes with the kids was right. really really good. Like yeah. you can feel a sense of terror, a sense of dread with right. them. And I'm like, this is like the the vibe, the feeling was consistent throughout. And right. I thought that was really excellent, especially when you're kind of juggling four different storylines. Right. It was really well done, I think. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, let's, let's go ahead and get into it deeper. <laughs> I'm That's kidding. what she said. As a look at the But uh, we, we start off with um, the this, this couple walking back to their house and their house is like decked out, bro. Like it's like yeah, it's it's what I what I hope I can decorate my house right. Like like it, it, that yard that uh, the front yard looks huge with all that yeah, stuff real. in there. Yeah, definitely. So we have uh, Leslie Bibb who is with uh, her husband, and they're like, hey, you know what? Let's just go to sleep. And he's like. But it's Halloween, and she's like, "Hey, you, you have to. We have to take this all down before my mom gets here in the morning." And I'm thinking, dude, you you came back from like a festival, and you're gonna take everything down now? It's ten in, ten in the evening. Yeah, and I think uh, what sealed her fate was when she blew out the candle in the pumpkin. Right, because he was like, he was hey. like, "Hey, tradition, don't turn it off," and she said. It's not Hanukkah. And then she like, <laughs> turns it off. And uh, little did we know, little Sam was... Was watching from yeah. uh, across the street. Yeah. And she's and he's like... And then somehow he's like, well, can we at least smash? And then she was like, okay, go, to, go put on the tape. And then... Warm yourself up for me. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. he, he goes and puts on this like 80s porn video. <laughs> right, right. And then the she starts split. cleaning up. Yeah. She uh, rips the the sheets off each of the like the crosses or whatever, and each one like the sound is dramatic, and I'm like, stop doing it like that. Just I don't know, it bothered me the yeah. way she ripped it off, and uh, she sees across the street, and there's this guy in a white mask who's watching her. She's like, oh wait a second, this guy's been looking at me this whole time. How you doing? And he doesn't do anything. He's just like, just kind of just standing there. Yeah. Until a car comes by and he's like, "Oh, hey, here's my ride." Turns out to be a regular dude. Yeah. So it prompts me to ask, "What were you? What were you doing that time?" And how did they know to pick you up at a random like neighborhood? Yeah, like like you're not you weren't young <laughs> enough to trick or treat, <laughs> right? This was like an older teen. Yeah. And you were just standing there like stone cold <laughs> staring at her. <laughs> right. And as soon as the car gets there, oh, what's up, guys? Let's go. <laughs> It was kind of weird. It was. I'm thinking, what were you? What were you doing? Like, were you trying to scare her? Like, just kind of standing there, like, ah, she she thinks that I'm scary, whatever, ha. Or were you just kind of like standing and looking at her general direction, thinking, what am I going to eat when I get home? Like, just kind of looking around or whatever. Like, it was just really weird. But um, she she rips off the sheets off another dummy. And then that's when Sam comes in and he's like, surprise, and goes to, to get her. Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> surprise, motherfucker. Supplies, motherfucker. Ex- <laughs> I read it. <laughs> I read it. <laughs> right. I, I saw a meme, but I'm like, oh, I can't remember that now. And she's under the sheets, and he's there, and he's like, 
hey, you want a lick of my lollipop? And slits her throat. And like the splatter of blood yeah. was like, oh, that shit's dope. Yep. Those kids see it and they're like, run away, run away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then uh, it cuts to the scene where the husband's on the bed sleeping. And then yeah. you can hear the, the heavy moans. Right. Of the porn tape playing. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like, we, we see some titties, I guess. <laughs> but whatever. And then he wakes up and realizes, hey, she's not here. Oh, wait, the, the table's off, actually. It had been, it was done. Right. Oh, that's and right. And then he goes outside. And he's like, Emma. Emma, where are you? Honey. <laughs> I've shrunk the kids. Oh, <laughs> oh, God. Gosh, no. And then uh, as he's, like, pulling off, like, the... Sheet. The sheets. The camera focuses on, like, a hand. Right. Her hand. It, it looked like one of the props they had up. Yeah. Was, but it was her hand because you see the ring, the the marriage, or the fucking wedding, wedding band. band. And, and then uh, he takes uh, it off. And actually, this is a really fucking dope reaction to, right. to, like, him discovering his wife's, like, torn up body. Right. He, like... Takes it off and he goes, ah, like it, but it looks so like genuine. Yeah. Like, like how he was scared. And then, like, that was the intro for the movie. That's like what was yeah. like, yo, here's what you're watching. Yeah, this is it, guys. And uh, I was like, all right, I'm with it. Right. He finds her, like, like, her head on the pike and, like, the lollipop stuck in her mouth. And I'm like, damn, that's, you're going to do my girl like that? Damn, all right. But it was, it was really fucking tight. Yeah. Um, and then we have, uh, it, you know, after the, credits of course uh it kind of picks up with this just this fucking kid who's like smashing all the pumpkins and is like i'm an inconsiderate bastard and he goes to uh like this house and that's where we see dr connors come in after <laughs> his uh coming back from teaching a college course and he's like oh that peter parker kid and <laughs> you're, and you're brilliant peter <laughs> Start coming to class. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you guys haven't seen Spider-Man Two, then what are you what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing with your life? Yeah, get get to it. Hey, stop listening to this now. Go watch Spider-Man Two. Come back now. Can I'm not gonna do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't don't do that. Stay. Please stay. <laughs> please please. Stay stay. Well, you don't like falafel. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, his name in the film is Steve Wilkins. And he gives off the creepiest vibes, dude. Yeah, definitely. Like, I was thinking, yo, you are going to be on trial for some kind of serial rape or killing shit. Right, yeah. And he was a serial killer, actually. Yeah, he film. definitely was in the movie. Yeah, yeah. And he's going, or he meets up with this, this, just this fat kid who's a piece of shit. And he sits next to him on the porch, and he's talking to him about life. Gives him a weird candy bar. Right. And uh, as he's talking, the kid is like, wait a second, I feel something. And Dr. Connors is like, hey, well, one other thing that you should learn to do is... Uh, Always check your candy. And then that's when the most grotesque scene comes to play, where this kid starts puking up gallons of chocolate syrup and like the sounds are legit yeah, yeah it sounded like it was so asmr dude oh ooh. so if you're into that watch that movie full volume with like a headset on yeah 
and you'll enjoy the sounds of a fat kid throwing up. <laughs> yeah, it was. I was like, damn, this is nice. And then I was thinking, oh, but it was so nice. much too. It was. But th- what, did he end up like throwing up blood too? Because his shirt, his shirt was on his blood. Yeah, yeah. or blood was on Doctor Connors' shirt. And I'm thinking so. Like he had to have something. Yeah. But Doctor Connors, like he he picks him up, but like he picks him up from like the front, front, like. And, and like, I'm thinking, like what? I know you're a sick, f- psycho killer. Yeah. But also germs yeah <laughs> <laughs> like dude just pick him up from behind and like get in the house yeah and uh he he drags him out to the backyard where he takes off this tarp and there's already a grave there with an actual body in there and he just dumps the kid in there uh inside the, the hole and the kid starts kind of waking up and he's like Ugh. and dr connor's is like Kicking his ass. So brutal, too. He's, like, <laughs> was. stomping him out. Yeah. Crushing his arms, uh, his head, and then he starts getting the shovel in there. And I'm like, how did this kid live that long right. through that beating? That's when we have Mr. Creed come in through the hole, and he's like, what? What are you doing? What, are you, what are you doing? That's exactly how he talks <laughs> yeah. to him. And he's Wilkins, like, what are you doing down there? Smells like a goddamn hooker out here. <laughs> and he's like, I'm just trying to fix the septic tank. Oh, yeah, he was like, what are you doing, hiding bodies? <laughs> Only you knew. And he's like, I'm just trying to fix the septic tank. It smells like a, <laughs> the... it smells like a goddamn hooker out here. <laughs> and then uh, as he's walking back inside, uh, Wilkins goes, happy Halloween. And he goes, screw you! <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's he's pretty much getting the last bit of life out of this kid. Yeah. So he can, you know, finally, uh, you know, put that to rest. And as he's going up back into the house, that's when we see Mr. Krieg is, like, on the bars of his, his home. And he's like, Wilkins! Wilkins, help! Yeah. And uh, he's like, you know what? Screw you. Yeah, he goes, screw you. <laughs> he goes inside down. and you see Sam tackle Mr. Yeah. Krieg. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit. But more on that later. So, like, he's he's like, you know, trying to bury this kid. annoying ass kid. His kid is like, hey, dad, I'm talking really loud. And he's like, all right, shut up. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll do, we'll get ice cream. Just, just stop yelling. Okay. Like, oh, <laughs> my, what? What oh, did I just say? Can we call the jack-o'-lantern? Yes, we have to be quiet. You need to help me with the eyes. <laughs> I'm like, hey, shut the fuck up, kid. And then, like, after he goes inside, he's, like, in the basement, and he's going to carve whatever with the son. Yeah. And it makes it seem like he's going to kill his son. Right. Which I, I totally like, get I that. Been, you know what? You're right. And that grabs his head and pulls it, like, Raises a knife, yeah, and then stabs down into what sounds like a watermelon because that's what it always sounds like <laughs> when they kick or stomp Stab. on the head. Yeah, it just sounds like a watermelon, watermelon destroyed. Right, and then it like zooms in or out and it shows the kid like still alive, and then he like turns to his dad and he goes, "Make sure to help me with the eyes." <laughs> And then it zooms out even more, and it's the fat kid's head. Yeah, spinning on a on a little board. Yeah, and he's yeah, it's just he's he's headless. And I'm thinking, at what point did you do that? 
Because you right. dragged him right outside. Like, cutting through that head must have taken another maybe 15 minutes or so. But he, I don't know, he found the time. And, uh, yeah, and then that that's when that, that ends. And we cut to... Was it the uh, the girls? Yeah. Changing room, right? Lori and her sister and her sister's friends are in the dressing rooms, and they're talking about, like, guys and just all that, like... What's what's awesome about this scene... So, you guys, they're, they're werewolves. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> they hint at it the whole time. Yeah. When they're in the changing rooms trying on costumes, they're like, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. And then they're talking about, like, going out with boys, the party, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And then at the end, one of the girls says very, like, in low audio or like in low volume says, doesn't make a difference to me. They all taste the same. And then that's when like a girl knocks on the door, a lady knocks on the door. Guys, there's children here because they're talking about like sexually explicit. Yeah. And uh, I caught that watching. I was like, oh, that's the first hint. Right. Anyone who first sees this might think, oh, she means like sucking a guy off maybe. Right. But... Once you see it, see it, you're like, oh, they literally, like, their flesh tastes this, ah, yes. Yeah, then there's one time where, like, one of the, I think it was the black girl. Oh, no, 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 the, the older sister. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. She says, mom always said she was the runt of the litter. Oh, jeez. And I was like, oh, they're, they're so <laughs> Like, we had, when I first watched it, I had no clue. I knew they were, like. I thought they were like sirens or like some kind of like, va- right. like vampires. Or, exactly. I didn't know they were werewolves. They, they hit it pretty well. The, yeah. And, until it happened. And we have the sister who I'm, I can't remember her name. And they're checking out and uh, the cashier is this dude. And she's like, hey, I'm flirting with you really explicitly. You want to come hang out with us later? And he's like, okay. And I'm thinking, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You I made should, the right choice. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I I feel like I would probably have been like, where are you guys going to go? Like, oh, just to the woods and hang out with That's friends. true, dude. And I'm like, uh, listen. Because, like, even with people we know and want to hang out with, yeah. and they're like, dude, just come meet us here, we're still going to be like, but, like, where is it and who's going to be there? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. that's going to be a deciding factor. I, I, like, if it's a girl that's, like, flirting with me and, like, I, I find her attractive... Like, hey, you should come with us. Like, hey, we're gonna hang out. Um, yeah. I mean, w- w- where, where are you guys, where are you guys going? Oh, we're we're going to the woods and hanging out with some friends. Yeah. Look, uh, I don't think I'll know anyone that's there, so it's gonna be a hard pass for me, dog. <laughs> Honestly, because like, say you get drunk, right? I'm, yeah. You're the only one I know there, and I've known you for two minutes. <laughs> yeah. You get plastered. I have no way of getting out of there. Yeah, I'm stuck there and possibly just babysitting you. So I think this, what we've got going on in the last two minutes, is, is pretty promising, I think. Um, but let's maybe just go out for coffee as the adults do. Right. Um, I'm Look, I just worked a 12-hour shift today. I'm beat. I'm going home. And uh, she's like, there's my fucking meal. Right. And I just saved my own damn life. <laughs> I think we would. I think we would, we, we would survive in this situation <laughs> because we're so uh, dude, damn lazy, dude. Not only that, just because like there's just certain places I just don't want to go to, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're going to go to the mall. Uh, Shit, really? All those people and like they're all gonna be looking at me, maybe. But it's on my head that they're gonna be looking at me. 
So my anxiety is just going to go through the roof. Ah, Hard pass. It's going to be a no for me, dog. But, yeah, no, that that's exactly how that would have gone for me. Yeah. Well. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so their story, the, the, the werewolf girls, they're hot as fuck. And right. They're trying to get Anna Paquin. Paquin yeah. Um, Anna to, Penguin. Penguin. To uh, lure a man. Yeah. Just how they're doing it. I, I thought it was funny how, like, each of them kind of came out of the dressing rooms as, like, a princess or whatever. And, uh... Her sister's like, all right, come on, Lori. Like, you have to step out. And she's like, you won't make fun of me? That whole thing. And she comes out as a Red Riding Hood. And I'm like, you don't look bad, actually. Like, you're more covered up than the others, but you actually don't look bad. I don't I don't know how that could have been a thing. But... Oh, another hint. In that <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> another hint. Before she's like, come on, come out. And she's like, no. You like, come out or a huff. And oh, huff. that's right. And I was like, yo, <laughs> I remember seeing that, and I thought, that's just cringy. I right. didn't make the connection right. for whatever reason. Right, it's pretty lame if you're, like, if you're not a werewolf. <laughs> you know, but if you're, <laughs> if you're a werewolf and you say that, it's kind of funny because like, yeah. it's like a legend. It's, like a folk it's a tale. thing that you do. It's a folktale right. about your kind. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're not uh, a werewolf, you're just appropriating culture at that yeah. point, and that's that's not okay in this time of age. Yeah. So basically, their their job is to seduce dudes to this ca- this party to have some just or, a wild raunchy ride. Yeah, just a feast. Of yeah. just blood and nudity and tearing off of skin. Exactly, and uh, we'll get to that in a moment. And then we get introduced to uh, a, a, another storyline where we have these kids. And these kids were kind of consistent. They're kind of intertwined with all these, of course. And it has like, uh, like they first go up to Steve Wilkins and are like, hey, trick or treat, motherfucker. And he's like, all right, here you go. And this is after he buried the fat kid. Right. And as they leave, that's when we see Sam. And uh, Steve is like, all right, here you go too. And, and Sam is like... All right. Yeah, he just he just look and turns away. He doesn't I, say. I anything. guess his, Sam's job is to make sure you're doing Halloween right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So had he not done that, had he not given candy, he would have been like, "Ooh, you're next, motherfucker." But he did, and he's like, "You're safe this time." Only Steve isn't safe, and you'll see why. But these kids are, are going around, and they see their their uh, teacher, teacher, or principal, or something, something like that who is kind of having, like, this rager at her house. It's like a furry orgy kind of thing. Kind of, yeah. And she's actually a werewolf, dude. She's a werewolf. Was she? Yeah, she was seen in the scene. She was... She, uh, let me restart that sentence. She was in that scene where all the girls turned. I didn't even notice. Yeah, she was there and like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but, yeah, no, she was having this rager. She was drunk and shit. And I'm like, you know what? Props to you. You're yeah. you're still living large, and these kids are like, "All right, bye," and they meet up with this. Uh, they're all like twelve. Yeah, they're collecting pumpkins, pumpkins and shit, and they're like, "We're on a scavenger hunt," but you motherfuckers aren't. Um, they're they, bullies. They're bullies. Yeah, they they meet up with this what's supposed to be a really attractive, handsome young man who is supposed to be with the main girl, who's the blonde girl. And then they pick up this other, like, goth chick who's, like... a little nerdy girl. Nerdy girl. Who's the the victim they chose. Right. For uh, their prank. For their prank, right. Uh, That's Rhonda, of course. 
and they they each the reason why they're picking up the pumpkins is because they are getting eight pumpkins for the eight kids that died in that bus uh, crash at the quarry at the quarry <laughs> <laughs> bus Gus bus <laughs> <laughs> looks like the Gus bus out of gas <laughs> <laughs> but she is. Dude, okay, so this girl, and I, I forget all their names because I'm not good at picking up names, but the leader girl of that group is standing at the edge of the quarry, and I'm thinking, just one little push. And she's telling the story. Kind of sounded like Bill Clinton there a little bit. <laughs> just, just one little push. <laughs> I'll probably listen to that again. Hey, if you guys think I sound like Bill Clinton, go ahead and leave a comment. No, you... <laughs> Click below. <laughs> Give us a like. <laughs> but she's telling the story of how this... A uh, bus driver was, uh, he deterred from a path that he usually, or his route that he usually does with these eight kids, and he goes to a quarry. And apparently, like the parents of these kids all like, came together and they're like, hey, like they had their little meeting at like some kind of uh, little party or whatever. And one of them was joking, like, oh, dude, sometimes I, I my, my little guy, he gets on, on my nerves. I could just kill that kid. Oh, you know what? I I could kill my kid too yeah, sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you, 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 wait, wait, you say that again. I I could I could kill him sometimes. I could feel like I could. Uh, wait. I mean. No, oh, that's crazy. No, right? that's, 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 that's crazy. But is oh. it is it crazy though? <laughs> and then they're like, but if we could, what would we do? Well, what's the one thing they all have in common? And then one guy, like, they take the bus. Oh, yeah. So maybe we could talk to that bus driver. Yeah. And, I mean, this is all hypothetical, right? Like, yeah. maybe we could give him some money right, and right. he drives. Yeah, like, like, for example, I just, I'm just i going to take this $100 out of my pocket right now, put it on the table right there. Hypothetically speaking, that's the money I'm putting in. Oh, me too. Watch. Here. All right. I put my 100 in. All right. Me too. All right, me too. Me too. So we all agree. Hypothetically, this stack of cash is what we would use to bribe. What we would use to bribe. Would, right? So um, I just texted the bus driver, hypothetically, hypothetically. <laughs> hoping to see if he'd be willing, just just for for the sake of this, of, of this conversation, <laughs> we're going to discuss it. We're going to see, okay? <laughs> right, we're hypothetically putting our kids into the bus now. <laughs> All right, bus driver. Hypothetically, drive away. <laughs> oh shit! Like on that day, like hypothetically, they're on the bus right now. Then the, like, <laughs> the bus driver's like checking their 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 chains and their seatbelts. Like hypothetically, these are on good. These are on pretty well. <laughs> and after like the kids die and whatnot, the news the, the, the news talks to the parents. So what was what going on? There? Well, hypothetically, they're dead now. So. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh, oh man! Fuck. But yeah, no. The one of the kids who's dressed as a vampire. He's more put off than the others that the route has passed, or the route is different. They're at the quarry. So as the bus driver's checking each of the chains, 
he slips out of his like handcuffs and shit, and he goes into the bus driver's seat and is like, "I want to go home. home. I want to go home. Home." And then he like drives forward, and the bus driver's like, "Kid, no. Hypothetically, that's not supposed to happen." <laughs> <laughs> And, and then they hypothetically fall off. <laughs> they fall off, and uh, hypothetically, that's how the story ends. <laughs> but that whole dude, like, that's fucking crazy. If if like, <laughs> like now I'm thinking if that happened, right? <laughs> now we're actually hypothetically thinking of this scenario, right? But I'm thinking, dude, like, how badly does your parent have to hate you to plot your own murder? And it's a kid at that. Yeah. I'm thinking, shit, dude. Like, when they had you, they're like, oh, this, I've never felt love like this before. And then 12 years later, they're like, like nope. Bro, I fucked up. I'm done with this. And they plot to kill the kid. And that's how the story hypothetically goes, of course. So that that's why they have the pumpkins to kind of honor each of the eight kids that, that died. And they're like, supposedly. Supposedly. Uh, allegedly. Yeah. And hypothetically. hypothetically, they never saw any of the kids or like they were all like never heard of again, not even the bus driver. And uh, they they go down this like elevator thing um, and they're all each going. The The first three kids go in and then the, the blonde girl, she, she closes the door on Rhonda and the pirate kid. And she's like, sorry, only three of us can go at a time. And then they're like, oh, OK. So they get lowered down, and as the other two kids finally go down, they see in the fog their the, their lights. Each one, yeah. each one go go off one by one, and they're kind of screaming and shit. And they're like, "Oh fuck! Oh fuck!" Um, and then she, the they they reach the the bottom level, and Rhonda's like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna go check it out." Yep. 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 <laughs> the, the pirate kid is terrified. She goes out and he's like, "No, no, what are you doing? Like, we can't go." And she's like, "Just stay here with the pumpkins and the lights. They'll protect you." That that really doesn't sound like a good thing. <laughs> that, that doesn't. Sound, you know, I trust you, but she goes out and uh, that's when she starts seeing these these monsters coming after her. Yep. She's freaking out. She's like, "I gotta go." Her glasses fall off, and she's like, "My glasses!" And she does a thing where she's like, "Where are they?" And she can't find them. She goes. She she tries to go back to the elevator thing. She passes Pirate Kid, who's like his guts are out and he's completely caked in his own blood. And uh, she's screaming and shit. And the, the that handsome stud kid is like, "Oh shit, Rhonda, are you are you okay? Like I'm so sorry. This is just a joke, dude." And they scared the fuck out of her. And it was really mean. Yeah, and they're like. We hey guys, let's pack up and go. But uh, it was really sad. They really scared this girl. It was right. And I was, was like, so but she was horrible. sweet, man. Yeah, she was a sweet girl. And these asshole kids, who we all know of, they exist in real life. They're called bullies. Exactly. And this is a PSA for all you motherfuckers out there. Just kidding. <laughs> this is a bully free zone right now yeah. that you guys are in. At the so. horror academy, we have zero tolerance for bullies. You will get expelled. Exactly. After a few good paddles in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, eventually they actually come across the real corpses of the kids that, that died. Each still wearing their own costumes. And that's when they're like, oh, fuck, this is real. Rhonda goes into the elevator. She 
She locks herself in, and they're like, hey, Rhonda, Rhonda, it's, it's, it's all real. Like, it's not a joke. Like, you let us in. They're all freaking out. What, what's cool is, like, we don't know if she still thought it was a prank or if she knew that it was a real ghost. Right, and if she was kind of in on it. Right. Because I thought that she was. Like, the first time when I watched it, I'm like, dude, she's she's got to be part of something like right. this. But then it's like, maybe she thought it was still a prank. That's why she was like, nah, screw you guys. Yeah. You're being assholes. I'm going to go up. Right. So she goes to, like unlock it but then she changes her mind and presses a button yeah. she goes up and they're like Rhonda and they get shredded like, yeah. it doesn't show anything but you hear you the sounds you're like sh- they just getting shredded Bro. by these ghouls and I love that because you don't see it but the sound is so intense Yeah, you can only imagine and, and that that's the conclusion we came up yeah. with is yeah. they get shredded and it's like oh holy shit like, I didn't feel bad for like any of them except the little fat kid yeah. I mean, he was in on it. He's a bully, but he was a little pussy. Yeah. So I kind of felt bad for him. Right, right. Because you could hear him screaming more than the rest. Yeah. I was like, man, they're getting torn apart. Right. And then, uh, yeah, she... She walks uh, like, out of the quarry. She's hearing this, and she doesn't even turn back. Yeah. She's like, yeah. She's like, they got a really good boombox out there. Yeah. And she sees Sam um, over there, and she was like, hey, kid. She keeps walking off, and I'm thinking... I think it's cool when that happens, when, like, Sam sees someone that's a potential victim, but they're doing everything they're supposed to be doing. Right. So he leaves them alone, and they could just kind of look at each other like, maybe next year, huh? I got you. <laughs> that's kind of cool. <laughs> right, it's right. It's like, hmm, I won't, I won't kill you this time. Yeah, like, you got enough on your plate. Hey, just keep just keep doing what you're doing. All right, see you next year, yeah? See, <laughs> hey, you, you yeah. back you next year, right? Gun finger. <laughs> finger guns. Yeah. And, yeah, that's that's the end of that story. Um, and then, then we, we go to this, like, this girl who's making out with this dude. And this guy... He looks ha- like Zorro. Yeah. Who's got a black mask on. And they're like... He, he has a, a large canines that would assume, you know, that he's a vampire, of course. Vampiric of sorts. Yeah. A vampiric mm, entity. In, in, in nature. In nature. If, if, course, you, if you will. If you will. And uh, he, they're making out, and it's it's hot, it's passion, it's it's what's in right now. Yeah. And she's like, ah, oh, that's so great, more. And he's like, oh, this is as much as I can do right now. And she, oh, she looks at her hands, and they're and, uh, they're in blood. She's bleeding, man. And she's like, oh no, I thought I had another month. And he's like, what? <laughs> And uh, she, he, you know, she's like, oh, I'm just kidding. This isn't my thingy blood. And he's like, no, no, it's I bit you. Oh. Which is weird because, like, I've been I've been drunk to the point of, like, like where I don't know, like, what's going on. Right. But, like, there's no way I wouldn't feel those teeth piercing me. Right. She, had, like, had no clue that it happened. I'm like, yeah. did you have, like... Surgical knife <laughs> teeth. Right. Like the incision was that clean. <laughs> right. And she sees this and starts panicking like, I gotta go. So she goes, leaves and, the uh, alley. And the typical scene of like, panic, and I'm trying to get help, but no one's listening because it's a festival. Like, right. I feel like that happens like, in, in, in several movies. And, and also because it's like, it's Halloween. Yeah. So people like... Ah, oh, dude, I like your costume. You're like a uh, damsel in distress yeah, with yeah. blood. Like, I like that. I don't. I mean, that's from all the other movies, right? No, I'm being chased by a vampire or some guy that's a freak. Oh, I, I like your costume. And you got the character going on. That, yeah. That's that's dope. 
And that's what kills her. People don't don't like yeah. don't see that. Like in, in Hellfest, everyone was like, ah, that guy's coming after me. Alright, wise guys, they're all coming after everyone. Yeah, so right. stop so, doing that. What can I tell you? Welcome to Hellfest. Welcome to Hellfest. <laughs> <laughs> and uh she she's like, ah fuck you guys, someone help me. Um that's when she sees uh, Emma from the beginning of the movie with her husband and they're just kind of looking at her uh, like she's drunk yeah like yeah you know what I, I ain't about to fuck with that and uh, that's when the, the the this this guy this vampire comes by and like takes her and she dies and he closes her eyes like by uh, swiping his fingers down her which doesn't work by the way it doesn't it's like ugh. and uh, that's his thing so now we know there's a, char- a vampiric character of sorts yeah that is uh, targeting Women who are by themselves at this festival. Right. And, I mean, that's what vampires do on occasion. Yeah. Uh, then we have, you know, Anna, who she separated herself from her sister and the, the crew that she was with uh, after they kind of lured uh, other other guys who looked like they were with, the, like, a camera crew. And they're like, hey, guys, like, do you, do you guys want to have a party with us? And it's it's the same thing, like... You know, I, I really I, I would, but I, I just had a shift. I, I'm going to go home. Like, they always go after guys who just came off of work. Right. Like, I know. It's like, bro, like... What, what? Like, come on. Like, they're making a living, man. Yeah, like, Just dude. chilling. Yeah, like, dude, just go... You know, but I would have probably just been the same way. Like, listen, I really... This, I'm feeling this, what's going on between you and me. But right now, I'm, I'm going home. I I respectfully decline. Carried this camera for ten hours. Exactly. I'm not as I've not showered. I kind of smell. Yeah, my confidence level is not good right now. You look like you've had all day to prepare. That's great. Give me the same courtesy. Yeah, but it's not happening with me. Ma- maybe maybe tomorrow we can go out for for brunch. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, but uh, no, the the people the the camera crew was like, yeah, right, let's do it. And so they get into the car and they they drive off. Um. And they're in the woods, which is probably the the worst place I would like to be on Halloween. Like, you know, there's people, there's a festival, and there's a, a bunch of fun stuff to do that's not that's, in the woods. That's true. Like, I I love the woods. I love nature. But like, if there's like a awesome festival going down, like yeah. on like in the little town, <laughs> right? And you want to go on like to a campfire where there's like some people drinking that you don't know, like, right? Why? That kills. Stay it, at the festival. They have DJs, drinks, and yeah. food, and food trucks, dude, are you kidding me? Yeah, like, like, I would pick a food truck over any girl. I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> Especially the, the quesadilla food trucks, dude. Oh, fuck, yes. <laughs> oh, and I, I said gosh. quesadilla like if I'm if I'm, if I'm a white person. <laughs> it's una quesadilla, cabrón. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I really wouldn't have gone with them at the woods. Uh, that's like the worst timing for me maybe if you caught me uh november time december right. that'd be great oh there's nothing going on anywhere else let's go to the woods yeah or or even earlier in the month that wasn't halloween night you right. know yeah um and they're like hey uh where are you emma uh, or i'm sorry Lori. We, we got we got a guy here he's really cute um he's he goes to harvard and he's i described him to you or described you to him and he really yeah. likes you he's very 
It's very dope. He's from South Harmon Institute of Technology. Uh, th- who have the mascots as the shit sandwiches, yep. BT dubs. Yep. Um, so you should definitely get your ass over here so you can, you know, hook up. Um, and she's like, we just described me to him and he thinks I'm cute. Like, what did you say exactly? And then it cuts to like a scene and she's like, she's a girl. I like her already. <laughs> <laughs> because it turns out it's a, it's a fat dude in like yeah. a... In a baby, baby costume. costume. It was grotesque. It was nasty. So she says, all right, well, start the party without me. I'll be there. I'll see you there. Or I'll, I'll see, see you another, another time. time. Well, wait, are, well, are you coming or not? <laughs> yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so she goes, and uh, before she, you know, gets there. She's very close to getting there. Right. And that's when she gets, she meets with that vampire guy. Who attacks her, and we think, oh, Lori is KO'd. Only falling from the trees is In this vampiric entity. And uh, the the uh, Lori's sister, who again I forget her name, but she is in a Cinderella costume. She comes by and she's like, "Who are you?" Like, it's, it's so, you know, she right. goes over like, hey, oh, we should. Like, are you okay? No, it's like, who are you? Yeah, and uh, she takes off his mask. And lo and behold, Mr. Dr. Connors. Wilkins. Steve. And, <laughs> and he fell from the trees, and he's got, like, like his, uh, a leg and his bone protruding out. Yeah. Um, in the medical field, it's called an open wound. Of course. <laughs> For those of you who had no clue. Right. And uh, some of the dangers in that is not only infection, but also the way that the bone is protruding out right. can uh, stop the, uh, the, the, the can, can block the uh, veins in, Ult- in there. Ultimately leading to the separation of the bottom half of your leg from your body. Exactly. So you might want to be careful in, in that situation. Right. You want to take proper precaution and... And, and take just take safety measures. Exactly. Um, if you do find yourself in a situation where you have an open wound and the bone is sticking out, um, you want to go ahead and just put your thumbs on the bone and then push in. The goal is to get the bones back in your you body. W- you will feel some uh, disturbance. It'll be a slight it's, discomfort. It's a bit tender. Uh, but you'll, just, yeah. Yeah, just go and uh, put, put some, some uh, stilts on there to kind of get that back in place. And get that, you know, uh, put back together. Um, so, Medical Field 101 for you. The uh, Medical Academy podcast. So. Podcast, yep. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, he, he's got an open wound. And he, you know, Lori comes by and she's like, yeah, this guy, he tried to take me down, but he didn't know who he was fucking with. And all the girls are like, woo, yeah! Oh, girl, you did it! Girl power! <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, that that's when... It, there's a huge that that's when we see this this turn of events. Yes, they. Uh, oh, Wilkins realizes that every dude there is dead. Is dead, and then he starts looking at them, and they, there's this like montage of like kind of like sexual. They they kind of they seem like almost like witches just partying. Yeah, and yeah, shit. yeah. Kind of like they're like like a witch. Cult almost. Yeah, kind of like the end of The Witch when they're all like naked oh, right. and dancing. Right, that's exactly it was like right. That and uh, yeah, they were like taking off their clothes. It was very sexual. There's a lot of like titty uh, action going on. Up until they start removing their skin. Yeah, like and the dude, 
So right right before that, they're, they're doing this. You can see their eyes glow. Their teeth are, are coming out. Still kind of hot. Yeah, right? <laughs> and uh, they take off uh, Steve's teeth that are prosthetic. And, uh, you know, he's kind of like, he's got makeup, he's got blood on him. And he sees them be this new weird shit. And uh, <laughs> I think it's funny because he's like, what are you people? And I'm thinking... Motherfucker, what are you? Like, <laughs> you're a fucking serial killer or something? And you're shocked that now, like, you're gonna, you're, you're someone's meal now. Right. But, like, this is shocking you. Yeah. Like, not, you carved a 12 year old's head with your son. Right, right, right. <laughs> and you put on fake teeth and drain women of their blood. And this is a thing, like, this was not in your element of, like, Oh no, I've I've seriously miscalculated. No, no, your question was, who are you people? Like, dude, <laughs> bitch, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> but no, that 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 once uh, the the scene and where they're tearing off, dude, that was so terrifying to yeah, me. It was because it it was really well done and grotesque how like they were ripping off the their skin. skin. And I'm thinking, how do you how do you get that back? Like after that night, they right. like get their skin back. All right, girls, let's they like slip they, into like jackets, right? And then oh. it just fits perfect. <laughs> and then Anna Paquin, Paquin doesn't ever turn fully into one. She just her she just gets like really sharp teeth, and right? Her like bone structure changes a bit. Yeah, and uh, looks pretty hot still. It yeah, like her hair is yeah. now. She looks she looks beautiful. It's great, you know. And I'm, then she just admirable. And then starts feasting on Wilkins. And he's like, I, uh, I'm against this, but for you, I'll allow it. But the whole scene where they're turning, it, it was more terrifying to me because I'm thinking, like, if you are in Steve's place and, you know, you're not a killer, uh, you got to think, like, how am I going to get out of here? Right. How am I going to survive this next step? And that's terrifying, dude, because you are in yeah. enemy, behind enemy lines. Yeah. And I'm thinking, dude, that's that's fucking terrifying. Um, but yeah, they, they all turn. Uh, Anna Paquin, she like, Penguin, she, she goes and eats him and shit. And that's like Kobayashi. You've actually seen him eat a dick. And that, <laughs> and that, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that that pretty much sums up his storyline. And I'm thinking, dude, what about your kid? True. I mean, I guess it's good because I mean, well, no, because that kid's gonna be a serial killer, right? But maybe if he goes to someone else, they'll be like, hey, maybe it's not too late to save him from that lifestyle. True. You know, because if he Somebody was. I don't know why I'm saying Smallville. Time. I know, right? Oh, BT Dubs. Uh, when we were talking about like uh, Before I Wake and Predator, there was that character or actor Jacob Tremblay, and I re remembered why it was, uh, sounded like uh, Jack Black because in School of Rock he says Schneebly. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So Schneebly is it? Actually, Schneebly. <laughs> <laughs> so when I first read his name, I'm thinking, ah, that that's when it hit me. I'm like. Tremblay, and I thought, why am I saying it like that? <laughs> and I just realized today, oh, it's Schneebley, yeah, that's right. It's rock. So if you guys haven't seen those 
uh, episodes, you guys don't know what we're talking about right yeah, now. Yeah, you have no clue. You have zero idea. So, so go watch those. And uh, so, yeah, that was the uh, the werewolves. That was it, and that definitely uh, ended Steve Wilkins' timeline or storyline there. Which was fine. He lasted pretty much almost a whole movie. Yeah, and we were able to get a good sense of the guy. Like, he's a creep motherfucker, um, but he was still someone that I enjoyed watching in that right, film. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. really cool how they were able to portray him there. Um, are but we, Are uh, we down to the last story of the movie? The best motherfucking story of the movie. With Brian Cox, who was Stryker in uh, X2. No fucking way, really? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. He was Stryker in X-Men 2. That's why his name sounds familiar. Yeah. Because he was like a, a bigger dude in that movie. Yeah. And that, here he was... I just remember him being tied up to the tank. Yeah. And as Wolver like the water was coming yeah. over. Wolverine just lets him die. Right. Holy shit, dude. Um, but, uh, yeah, with this final story, we have Mr. Krieg, who is actually, his character was based off of John Carpenter himself. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's so good. That's crazy. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we have Mr. Krieg, who's this kind of old, you know, this, this, he looks like an old, a grumpy old man who would always kind of chase kids away from, uh, from, from going up and, like, trick-or-treating on, on his property, and... Sam sees this and he's like, wait, according to the rule books, you have to give children their candy if they come and trick or treat. You are in clear violation of this rule and I hereby condemn you to death. Death. And uh, the procedure is as follows. I will take the next 20 minutes to attempt to take your life. Uh, with just my bare hands. Um, if at any point you offer me candy. Then I will go ahead and... And dismiss myself from your property. And as long as you uh, thereby uh, continue to provide candy to other uh, trick-or-treaters... You shall not be harmed by me. Right. Now, let's not, let's not say that you won't be harmed by anything else. Right. But me... I will not come by again, unless, again, if you uh, are in clear violation of, of said rule. The rule, not just the candy rule, all the Halloween rules. Yes, you have to follow tradition, otherwise I will have to come by, and I will have to cite Sep you. Separate you from your body. From your body, absolutely. So, um, so, because you did violate this rule, now I will have to engage. So that's what he does. That's pretty exactly much. What he does. That's exactly what he does. He he uh, shows up after seeing that Mr. Creek did not give any candy out, and uh, he has this dog, and his dog is like, row, row, row. And he's like, "What's that, boy? What's that?" Row, 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 row. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> but uh, pretty much, Sam is in the home, and I think this is the most badass scene because the fight. Oh, dude, it was gritty. <laughs> it, so it, it was a dog fight. Man. It was. Uh, <laughs> shit. So we have uh, Mr. Cree. He goes up to his room, and there's something moving underneath the sheets. When he rips it open, or, or rips the sheets off, it's just like a mechanical skeleton hand for Halloween decorations. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I forgot that because I'm a senile old man. And then that's when we see Sam by the... Or no, no, no. The pumpkin... 
uh, is lit on fi- fire. Yeah. And uh, I think he sees Sam and he shoots. No, uh, Sam slices his Achilles. Oh, fuck! There's so much foot damage done I to know, him. <laughs> he slices his Achilles. Yeah. And like, oh! <laughs> it wasn't as bad as Hostel. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, nothing will be as bad as that. But... And, and it's funny because he, uh, his weapons are all candy-based. Yeah. Like it's a chocolate with a with the razor, razor in, it. in it, or the lollipop that's bitten to a to as a weapon, like a knife to an edge. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he he sees Sam like come up after he slices him, and he shoots with the shotgun, but he's gone, and he's like, oh no! So he's trying to find Sam, trying to you know get rid of him, and this kid is like crawling on the ceiling and jumps on him. And, like, Mr. Krieg is, like, trying to get him off, and he... Slams him. Into the wall, like, into the mirror, and he falls and shit. It's fucking insane. Um, he, he... What does he do? He, like, he shoots him, and he falls into, like, the door, right? Yeah, so, uh, he starts, uh, Sam starts biting his foot. And then, uh, he manages to get the shock, and he blasts him, and he flies towards the door. And then he blasts him in the chest. One last kill shot... You're dead. Oh, you blast him t- twice more, and then the the second, the third time, his arm gets blown off, and he's like, right. "Oh, finally, whatever you are, I killed you." Yeah, and then that's when uh, uh, he gets a uh, a knife into yeah. his foot, and it's uh, it was given to him, of course, by Sam's severed hand, and uh, he like the severed hand goes like to to crawl on. Uh, he goes back to to Sam's body and reattach to reattach. As his hand is going up, um, Mr. Krieg says something. He says, like, uh, you've got to be fucking kidding me or something like that. Which is the line said in John Carpenter's The Thing. Where uh, one of the, when the head is, is, is crawling away. Yeah, and he's like, you got to be fucking kidding that's me. That's amazing. Yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, so the hand goes back to the body and the, it reattaches itself. Um, Sam wakes up. But, like, dude, right before that, the burlap sack is taken off, and you see his fucking face. He's a pumpkin. He's man. a pumpkin. And I'm like, did R.L. Stein come up with this design? Right? Like, holy it was, shit. It was a very, like, kid-ish design on it. Yeah. But it, it worked. Like, it wasn't, it didn't ruin anything. Right. Like, I, I enjoyed the character. Right. The it was, same. it yeah. was still kind of gritty and, and yeah. dark. Um, so he puts on the burlap sack again after he's fully reformed. Um, now there's a slit in the mouth, which is fucking dope. And he puts that lollipop in his mouth and bites into it. And it gives it that, like, razored edge. Uh, and uh, he's coming after Mr. Krieg slowly but surely. He attempts to stab him. But guess what? Oh, he stabs the chocolate. Yeah. And then he, like, takes, takes a little it. bite. And I'm, it sounded like a very enjoyable bite. It was, right? It was like... That sounds like you're like that's a good chocolate bar. Yeah, give give me some of that. Yeah, Mr. Craig is like, Whew, okay, well that's, well, that's about it. Imagine if like as he's eating it, and walking away. Well, I didn't give it to you. <laughs> that uh, changes just, everything. <laughs> <laughs> and but, uh, but here's here's where I thought was hilarious because that's when Simon's like, I'll take this as offering uh, again, uh, according to the rules. If you violate any Halloween traditions. Uh, I will have to pay you a visit again. We'll just finish off where we... Uh... I won't suffer any penalties for 
the damage I've caused to your home and mm -hmm. your body. Right. Um, you decided to uh, give this candy bar to me after the fact of uh, my attempt to kill you. So all is fair. I love his war. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he's like, no. So uh, if, if you violate tradition again, um, you know, I will have to kill you. In, in that event that you do lose your life, uh, it will be up to your next of kin to repair any damages uh, done to the house. I am not uh, legally responsible for any of this. So just be aware, but thanks for the candy bar. And he's, <laughs> and he's, he's dipping out. I told you this the first time we watched it where I thought, dude, Okay, so he's like wrapped up in like bandages now and he's yeah. giving candy to kids and shit. And he sees that Sam is monitoring him. And I'm thinking, dude, can you imagine if he just goes to bed and goes to sleep? Like all this shit. And he goes back, goes under uh, to, to his bed, goes under his blankets like, oh, well, yeah. crazy, crazy night. Sure learned my lesson. Like... What are you going to do after that? Right. Like, you live by yourself. No one's going to believe you if you tell them. Yeah. <laughs> You're just a slave to Halloween now. Right. Like, no one, no one's going to believe that, dude. Yeah. And then shortly after, turns out he was the bus driver. Yeah, yeah. He was, uh, he, he, there was a, a picture that was thrown into the fireplace of him and uh, the kids, like in the bus. Yeah, so he was he actually ended up being the bus driver. Yeah, uh, hypothetically. Of uh, hypothetically, yeah. That killed the children, and then the hypothetical ghosts of these children went to his house at the end of the movie. Right, and they all like tore him apart. Tore him apart, and they're like, someone dropped down the elevator back at the quarry, so we're uh, we're here for you now. And he's like, take me. But uh, that was it. And then we see Sam. Who then looks over at uh, Emma as she picks up the uh, the pumpkin and blows up the candle, and looks at her husband and says, "Back to the start." Right. Um, so at that point, you know, the husband's like, "Hey, that's tradition." And he's like, "Okay, well, look, I gotta." <laughs> we start the whole thing <laughs> the again. Whole podcast, <laughs> and when, uh, you technically could because it does cycle like all it, the way it does, right? <laughs> so now the wife says, "Oh, well, your mom's coming this morning." Tomorrow morning, we're like, like can you imagine? Yeah. He just came back from the festival. And he went on a porn video. Porn video. And then, and then, she doesn't come, <laughs> and he goes back to check on her. The acting was really good. Great, her so is amazing. <laughs> After the credits, okay. <laughs> Again, holy shit! Uh, but uh, but yeah, now uh, I was doing some bit of research on this, um, and I'm just gonna hit you guys with some quick facts before we wrap it it's up. up. Um, so pretty much Sam was actually named after an ancient Celtic festival that was, that is what... Samhain, right? It's Samhain, yeah. And that's, that festival is what is Halloween is based off of. Um, so they were able to, to use that there. And of course, we sometimes like to do this, but we haven't done this in a while where we talk about other titles that it could have been. Um, so besides Trick or Treat, they were thinking about Season's Greetings, which was what the animated short was called. I don't know. I don't think I would have liked that. Yeah, everyone, uh, the people, like the producers and all, were like, "It sounds too Christmassy to right, us." Right, right. And so that didn't work. Uh, they had Halloween terrors. No. Uh, no, right. No. <laughs> Jack o' lantern tales. Jack o' lantern would have been sick. Yeah, Jack o' lantern. Yeah, and then of course October the thirty first. 
In case you didn't know what day that was supposed to be based See, on. Well, the, that wouldn't have been good either because there's Halloween and then there's a movie called 1031. Oh, that's so, right. Yeah, that wouldn't have that wouldn't have worked. Nah. Um, there, there have been uh, talks about doing a sequel. In 2009, it was announced that a sequel was in the works. And that's until uh, Michael Doherty stated that there wasn't any active development and uh, there hasn't been any since. Though yet, he, yet we are still asking for it. Yeah, and he says he's still hopeful for it. So hopefully with enough uh, uh, pushback on our part, we can demand that he does this. Because here at the Horror Academy, we strive to give you what you want. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. Only, only sometimes. But o- overall, this movie was really solid. I thoroughly enjoyed it from start to finish. I love it, dude. It, I was, it was incredible. Love this movie, <laughs> and it's all, it will always be a rewatch for me from time right. to time, especially Halloween it's, season. It's really one of those feel-good movies. It is it's a super feel-good it's movie. It's such a nice... Because it has the dark tones, but yeah. it's balanced with like a some kind of comedic value right. to it. Yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. nice, it just, dude. It gets you in the Halloween spirit. It does, man. Oh, man. That's, that's such... That's just, Good film, great yeah. film. Um, that's again. Oh, oh, they were they were wanting to settle it on trick or treat as a title, but mm. then there was another movie called that. So they're like, just cut out the O, and they've trick or treat, trick or treat, exactly. Yeah. Um. So now we're just gonna go ahead and waste the next eleven minutes, just kind of doing nothing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're kidding. But um, yeah, that's trick or treat, you guys. You guys. Definitely should watch it if you haven't already. Or if you already have, watch it again. It's a great film to get you in the holiday mood this month. It's uh, spectacular, as yes. people would say. Why'd you sound like Antonio Banderas? I have no idea. <laughs> you sounded like Antonio Banderas. You were like, spectacular. It's spectacular. Like, lately, my Mexican side has been trying to force its way out onto the surface. Yeah, kind of like the Hulk and Bruce Banner yeah. battling it out. Yeah. Like, yeah, and I'm like, don't you dare, we're in America. <laughs> <laughs> you built a, an internal wall within yourself. <laughs> right? Uh, but but uh, any closing words? Uh, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we'll be coming back uh, soon. Yes. And we'll be doing some more uh, episodes this month. Got some month. stuff in the works. Got some stuff in the works there for you guys. And uh, we're excited for the season. Continue to DM us. Follow yeah. us on Instagram at the Horror Academy. Um, I know I already said that we we're going to try to work on Facebook, but we will try to get our Facebook active. Right. We got a lot of things that we're trying to do first before that. That's just something that's going to have to be put in the back burner for the meantime yeah um also guys i do have a book out it's called sapiens it is a post-apocalyptic novel out there i'm gonna go ahead and just plug that right now yeah uh but if you guys uh, like some good uh, gore action um in the form of literature uh go ahead and uh, check out my book sapiens once again it's on amazon for both ebook and paperback i'll go ahead and leave the link in the show description there I feel like one of those YouTubers and all that. It's so weird. The the YouTubes. Uh, But that's going to do it for this episode. I think so. It was a fun one. And uh, definitely give us some DMs, you guys. Slide right in there. We'd like to talk to you. Um, But once again, as always, my name name is Chris. And mine is... uh, Well, my name is Adrian. You just listened to the, uh, the Horror Academy podcast.